Hello and welcome to episode 6 of What Do You Say Anime? I'm your host Peter, and while Adam is getting his con on downtown, I wanted to get this episode out on the late mid-season recap of the current airing anime season. I'll talk about the good, the average, and the ugly. Shows to avoid and see if our first impressions line up with how I feel now. Please note that this review contains spoilers. So sit back, don't be a baka, and let's get this party started. Welcome, welcome everybody, and thanks for stopping in. Again, I am your host, Peter, and today will be a solo adventure into the mid-season recap of Summer 2019 Anime. And boy, do I have some things to say. Like most seasonal anime, we got our classic shonen, the generic isekai, and the always popular high school harem. So what stood out, and what fell harder than me being drunk going down some steps? So without further ado, let's get this thing started, and we'll start with the top shows of Summer 2019. Up first is the continuing series of Demon Slayer. Now, during our Spring 2019 review, Demon Slayer was 12 episodes in, and it was a contender for anime of the season, and was taking the Shonen world by storm. So, did it hold up? Well, let's just say that this anime went from season of, I'm oh, sorry, anime of the season contender to anime of the year contender in just a few amazing episodes. We continue to see Euphorable knock it out of the park, especially if you have seen episode 19, which is easily one of the best episodes of the season. If not the yeah of the last few years, honestly, the art continues to get better and better along with each edition of new characters. We see uh, the characters show off their lightning abilities, water abilities, uh, like bloodlust type of abilities. So it's really cool to see different styles of art being added in with each character that is added into the storyline. Uh, Demon Slayer has earned its place among the best of the best. And based off the huge hype of the manga sales, we can probably expect to see a season two, if not season three of this show in the future. Now this show, if you like Shonen, this is the show for you. I highly recommend it. Or if you just like action in general, I also highly recommend it. It's an easily, easy 10 out of 10 show. Next up is the shows that are currently airing for what I think is anime of the season. And that started in summer 2019, and it was my pick in the beginning of our first impressions for summer 2019, and is still my top show for uh, new shows of summer 2019, and that's Maidens of the Savage Season. I gave Maidens uh, prop in earlier episodes of the story of being girls discovering sex culture while in high school. This is a coming-of-age tale that has continued to deliver on many fronts. What Maidens does the stand out is that it has brilliant dialogue and it does not fall into typical cliche tropes that you see in most romance and drama shows. The five main girls of the show feel real and that they, they discover themselves at a very critical age for most girls. And they are coming to terms of that waiting for Prince Charming isn't as realistic as they want. And that if you want something that you have to go out and get it for yourself. It has this Toradora feeling of the drama and romance you expect, which makes sense because the director of Toradora is also doing the the directing of Mains of the Savage Season. 
this is a must watch for all you romance and anime romance and drama anime fans out there it's really close to a 10 out of 10 for me i absolutely love shows like this if you're a fan of torador or any just normal i should say normal but above average romance shows that this is the one for you there's eight episodes in so far so we got four left and episode eight was one of the best episodes of this of the season for any show unfortunately demon slayer is airing with it so it couldn't beat episode 19 of demon slayer but definitely check it out if that's your thing and last of the top tier shows of summer 2019 we have vinland saga the killer Vikings of Denmark, Iceland, and surrounding countries. This is highly rated manga. Takes the death toll to paramount levels. Now, Villain Saga is not for people who are queasy around blood. The show takes violence and, boy, it cranks up to about 11. Wit Studio, who is doing the art direction for it, who also do Attack on Titan, is doing a great job at animating all the chaos that goes along with these close-range melee battles along with the progression of our main character, Thorfinn. Vinland Saga is one of the best action animes of the year, with only a third of its episodes aired. The pace is ramping up, and I'm anxiously waiting on Sundays for the new episodes to air. Uh, it, like I said earlier in episodes before, it's very similar to Berserk. So if you like to see large-scale fights, you like to see brutal fights, you like to see these Vikings taking on England and other Vikings and other Danes and the brutal, brutal warfare that the Vikings experienced during this time. Highly, highly recommend Vidland Saga. Alright. Now let's talk about some shows that are good, but they're not as top tier as Demon Slayer Maids of the Savage Season and Vidland Saga. And the first show that's up is Dr. Stone. Now I love the premise of Dr. Stone. I thought that the show started off good, but it has declined a little bit. Right now, we're in this non-conflict art of the show that will more than likely pay off in the end, but the transition from a drama-filled conflict to now a cooking lessons with Senku, the main character, has kind of dropped off for me. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think the show is still watchable and I tune in every week to watch it, but this one, this show has more of like a, I need to binge this series than a, rather than a week-to-week -week type of show, and I think that's what's kind of killing the rating of the show. I think when we see the full completion of season one and you sit down and rewatch it, you'll probably think it's a much better show than watching it week to week. Next up after that is Fire Force. And now my thing about Fire Force is I understand it's a shonen that this show is targeted towards teenage boys and it shows. One of my biggest pet peeves in shonen is the random etching and fan service scenes that we get. I don't mind it every now and then, but when it happens every episode and I'm looking at the characters' tits and not the subtitles, it makes it hard to connect to the characters and take them serious. I said this in a previous episode, but Fire Force's biggest downfall is its dialogue. While I do think it has gotten better in the past few episodes, it's still a major turnoff of the show. I'd still say give this one a sh if this show a shot if you're a shonen buff. You probably will love this show, but for me, it's animation. It's the best part of the show, and I wish that wasn't the case. Now, this is going to be about 48-episode-ish show. Um, the person who made Fire Force also made Soul Eater, and Soul Eater was 51 episodes, so we're probably going to get somewhere in that 45 to 51 episode type of show for Fire Force. And it's very possible that it continues, but since the manga is not finished. Um, so just I hope it switches gears down the road. The last arc that we had with... Um, 
company number five was it felt very very rushed that the the like the end boss of company five sort of felt like an end boss and it ended really quick and very anticlimactic and then after that we go right into the training sessions with company one and company one is like 80 times more powerful than company five so it's like you it may seem like company five was this end boss and it, they really were just like the boars you slay at level one in world of warcraft and now company one is this this end boss that we're getting maybe we'll see as the characters develop and maybe they'll get way too strong for company one to even handle after fire force we got how heavy are the dumbbells you lift now this show has been continued to be a delight of a show it's the easiest show to just sit down and shut your brain off. How have you the dumbbells you left have a very lovable cast of cute girls lifting heavy weights and getting into random shenanigans. My biggest gripe of the show, though, is where that it takes a story or an arc or a premise that it wants to do and it goes nowhere with it. So here's one of the spoiler alerts. Um, in episode two, we see Hibiki punch a punching bag off of its chains and we find out that hibiki is like this super strong girl she should probably get in the boxing and they do nothing with it and it kind of is like what was the point of these shenanigans because they lead to nothing and we see in one of the earlier episodes as well that uh they try out for an idol group and that one made sense more sense why it was just like a one-off type of thing but like there's real no story to the show, which makes sense. I mean, it, it, the story is literally about girls lifting dumbbells. So it's not really as compelling as I originally thought it was going to be. Because they made the first couple episodes seem like fun, lifting weights type of thing. And maybe it was going to transition to something more. But it's just like, it's just random girls lifting weights and getting into shenanigans. So... I really wish there was like some form of like climax to an arc or some story that they had. It's just it really doesn't have that, but it's still a solid show. If that's your thing, if you like your comedy etchy type of thing, this show is this show's a delight, absolute delight. I just I was maybe expecting a little bit more based off the first three episodes that we saw. And the OP and the E D of this show are both absolute top tier. Uh, if you haven't looked if you haven't checked it out, you should definitely check it out. They're both fantastic. Next up we have, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Now, originally in our First Impressions podcast, I gave this pretty high praise for the direction that they were taking, how it was very similar, or sorry, how it was very different from season one. And the war game thing that they set up in the first three episodes was a really good idea. I liked it a lot. It kind of reminded me of High School DxD for when they have their war games. And the only issue was that they have like these this three episodes set up to save the Hesia family and it's over in four minutes. They easily win the war game with some Trojan horse technique. And after all that like build up, it's just it's over. That was, that was a huge turnoff to me. Um like I said before, I love the direction that the show was going, and it only was thwarted by a very anticlimactic finish. I think the show is slightly above average for its for like the fantasy style show, but the path they're taking isn't making me rush out and watch every episode as soon as possible. I remember giving season one about a seven out of 10. I thought it was like slightly above average in terms of the style and season two, unfortunately is kind of going down that road as well. So I hope it picks up. Maybe we'll see something a little bit better with the new 
clash they have with the other familia, but we'll just have to wait and see for that. Next up is a show that was a surprise of the season for me and a show I didn't even start watching until I saw a clip on Reddit that piqued my interest, and that is Copcraft. If you've ever seen the show Gate, think of that, but the other universe comes to our world to live and work and cause a huge ruckus. It's a buddy cop show where we see a noble knight of a parallel universe partner up with a I-don't-give-a-fuck detective of the 21st century, and they try to solve crimes of murder, car theft, and like illegal porn possession. Uh, definitely, like the animations, the, at some points, it's really good. At some points, there's one scene where they're like running up a, uh, a shaft to like a helicopter pad. It was just awful. But then we see some fight scenes where they're like fighting a vampire and it's like really good animation. So it's like the animation quality is hit and miss. But it's one. Of the, this is one of these shows that not many people are talking about and it's one of those hidden gems of the season. I say definitely give episode one of Copcraft a shot. You'll know right away if this is your thing. If you like the the buddy cop. It kind of reminds me of like, um, like if Rush Hour was an anime where you got like this buddy cop comedy dialogue going on between the two but like they're solving like real cases and like people are getting murdered and stuff like that so like it definitely has like a serious side to the comedy and it was just one of those shows you don't really see that often in anime so copcraft was an absolute delight and i'd recommend everybody to check it out uh and then of the isekai block we had four uh airing this season that was isekai cheat magician maosama retry arifueta uh, from Commonplace to World's Strongest and do you like your mom and her multi-target attacks or whatever that insane title is. So the first one I'm going to talk about is quote-unquote the best one of the season. I'm giving it by default because all four of them are pretty bad. And that's do you like your mom and her multi-target attacks. Now the episodes we have of this show where we don't see the mom and son fan service, I actually thoroughly enjoy this show. It's one of those, it's just... I have no issues with shows that are made to just shut your brain off, enjoy a little whatever edgy comedy, and just have fun. And this show definitely has those elements, but when it's the fan, the mom and son fan service, it definitely like takes away from that experience for me. But we've been seeing less and less of it, so I've been liking it a little bit more and more. And <laughs> I I don't say I, I wouldn't say I hate this show. I think right now on like uh, my anime list or Mal that I reference a lot, I think I have it like a five or six out of ten. It's still pretty average. It doesn't really do anything amazing, but it's definitely of the four isekais we got, it's probably the best. And I'm gonna transition to that into the other one that I haven't dropped yet, and that was Isekai Cheat Magician. Um, this is like cliche. Isekai, if you saw Wise Man's Grandchild from last season, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, it's not really bad in any way, but it's not really good in any way. It's like a straightforward, like, 5 out of 10 Isekai. I, I compare like that to Death March to a Parallel Rhapsody or in another or in a parallel world, world with my smartphone, where it says you just get... Typical isekai blame bitch protagonist. OP as fuck. Uh, more than likely has a harem. Um, Semi-decent to bad fight scenes. So if you're isekai trash like me most of the time, you'll probably like this a lot. I haven't dropped it yet. I'm probably not going to drop it just so I can get like my isekai 
fixing, but Isekai Cheat is not bad. It's not good. It's like right in the middle. And then lastly of the good shows for this season are the shorts. And the those are Are We Lost and Magical Senpai. Are We Lost still holds my interest. I still think it's one of the best shorts I've seen in quite a while. It's the 12-minute comedy of four girls getting stuck on a deserted island and trying to figure out how to survive. Not as many, like, survival tips as... Oh, excuse me, I had to burp. Not as many, like, survival tips as they had in the original episodes. Now it's more of, like, the girls, like, discovering the island and... I mean, it's it's an etchy-themed comedy, so they find, like, a hot spring, so you get your etchy elements in there, so... It has that. It's an easy, fun watch. I think it's pretty good. It's better than the next one, Magical Girl Senpai, that I don't think I'm going to drop it. It's really close to, like, drop levels. It's not really holding my interest. It's not funny at all. It's Now it's just set up for a 12-minute panty shot type of thing. And... I don't know. It's just, it's a very average etchy comedy. If you're into like shorts that are etchy comedy, I recommend watching AO Chan Can't Study from last season, which was a delight of a show. Um, that, that does a way better job of like actually telling a story along with having these etchy comedy elements into it. All right. Now for my favorite part, the bad. This is the lowest of the low. Avoid at all, ca- all cost. Wear a hazmat suit and get the hell out of a dodge anime of the season. First up is Hensuki. So this one was the harem where a boy finds a pair of underwear with his confession letter and tries to solve the mystery of whose panties are these. The issue with this show is who cares? All the characters are bad. The art looks like it was made on MS Paint, and the story makes absolutely no sense. While the thing that made me drop the show, other than what I just listed, was one of the characters were like all these girls in the show have some form of pervertedness. So the first two we get introduced, one is um, she acts like a dog, and essentially the main character wants to be like her own. She wants him to be the owner of her essentially like she wants to be treated like a dog and the other one is a dominatrix so those are the two pervertednesses of the first two girls were introduced so we get introduced i thought i mean it wasn't funny and like it was just really over the top and random because the they're like the two opposites of what the characters are look like type of thing so then we get introduced to the third character who's not actually attracted to the main character but her weird pervertedness is that she likes boy love or homosexual manga uh just in like anime they call it boy love or bl for short so if you hear me say that that's what it means we're led on for like two episodes that this character is a pervert and she just likes to see boys who like boys and i just i can't stand like that is the weird pervertedness of this character it's like if a guy was into, like, Yuri or girl-on-girl manga, he would not be considered... I mean, he probably would be considered, like, a pervert, but, like, it's not viewed as weird as, like, a girl who likes boy-on-boy type of thing. And they made it seem like it was... Like, she's a huge pervert because she likes two dudes making out. It's, like, it's, like, it's 2019. Like, nobody gives a shit anymore. So that was, like, a huge throw-off for me. I'm, like, this is, like... Not good character development at all. This is like 
I don't know. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with where the story was going, and I dropped it after that. Uh, it was the first drop to the show of the season. It's and the shows I'm going to be talking about. There's two more. They're all like worst of the season. They're all like awful, awful shows. So I don't know if I have a distinct worst anime of the season like I did last season. But this is one of the three. They're just all equally bad. So if you're looking for like a good harem, it's like school-based high school harem comedy type of thing. There was two last season. That was We Never Learned and Quintessential Quintuplets, which I scored both. I gave We Never Learned a 7 and Quintessential Quintuplets an 8. And harem is not my thing at all. And I thought those were really good shows. So if you like harem, I'm assuming you'll really like those shows if you haven't seen them yet. So do not watch Hensuki. And then the next one is Arifueta, and that's from Commonplace to World's Strongest. This was part of the Isekai block that we got from Summer 2019. And this show is just fucking trash. There is a CG Hydra fight from Episode 4, and it's the worst shit I have seen in a long-ass time. And I have to explain the boss fight to you. They get into a room where there's a CGI Hydra that looks like a four-year-old made it. The main character has a giant sniper rifle that he immediately sets down and then begins to fight the Hydra. This fight lasts two episodes long, and they win by shooting the Hydra with the sniper rifle that he set down in the beginning of the fight. Um, it legit looked like it was like paper mache CG graphics. And this, the main character, Edgelord, is just way too much for me. And we get this lolly vampire who is seemingly, like, OP, but is easily defeated most of the time. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and then, after all this, in episode 6, we get a fucking recap episode. <laughs> they are apparently already recapping this show um, based off nothing that happened in the show. Like, dude fell down a hole and he killed the Hydra. And he met a vampire lolly that took five episodes for all of that to happen. That it, I feel like that should have taken two to three episodes at max. Um, I know right now that we are in this, like, isekai boom where we just keep getting trash isekai after trash isekai. Like, last season we had... Uh, worst anime of the year contender Wise Man's Grandchild. This is worse. I didn't think it was possible that a show could be, an isekai could be worse as Wise Man's Grandchild. Actually, that's not true. My lowest rated anime of all time is an isekai. And it's like the, oh my god, what is it called real quick? Give me a second here. But yeah, Ari Fuerte is just terrible, 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 terrible. Uh, it is called The Master of Ragnarok and Blessing of Einhar. That's the worst anime I've ever seen. It came out uh, July to last summer. That's the worst isekai, but we're just getting this uh, uh, insane amount of just awful isekais. And this one's just adding to the list. Um, I don't know. We got two just awful anima animes this or isekai animes this season. One being Arfuet and the next one I'll talk about. So hopefully this is getting towards the end of the terrible... Because this is a webcomic. So hopefully we're getting done with the webcomic terrible isekai adaptations. 
and hopefully we start getting into a golden age maybe where because we're getting re-zero season two and konosuba the movie coming up real quick so hopefully we start seeing some better isekais and the last one i'm going to talk about is the mao sama retry or demon lord retry the the fourth isekai of the season now this show i had hoped for it's typical isekai garbage with the main character Instead of being like a bland bitch OP protagonist, that he's more of like an admin of a server in an MMORPG. So I definitely thought like this one had different elements to an isekai that we haven't seen before. Uh, kind of like an over, he had like a like an overlord isekai type power, but nothing happens in the show. My God, it's so fucking bland. Uh, it's a twelve episode show. And so far, the main character and his two girl tagalongs tag are just riding in a carriage and doing absolutely nothing. I think we're like seven episodes in. I, I dropped it after episode six. So for six episodes, we have a character riding around in a carriage, creating some harem, maybe, kind of, and fighting like boars. Like, I don't... I don't know, it's just some shit that makes no sense. I, To be honest, I didn't really pay too much attention to it. It was on my phone most of the time because the show is absolutely garbage. I can't say for sure if it's worse than Ari Fueta. It's like comparing having your arm chopped off or your leg chopped off. Like, they're both brutal and both suck. It's just like some people would prefer having their arm chopped off than having their legs chopped off. And, like, there's like a trap character in this and... He's one of the worst characters I've ever seen developed into an anime. He literally has a line where he said, where he like, he like falls in love with the main character after he saves him. So he's the trap character. So a trap character is a male character that dresses like a girl. And if you saw like a picture of it, you would assume it's a girl. And the character goes like, oh boy, I can't wait for him to get in my hole. Something along those lines. And up until this point, there's been, like, no, like, sexual th anything in the show. And then this boy's, this dude's just like, oh, I can't wait for him to put it in my hole. I'm like, this is disgusting regardless of the context or the situation that we're in. It's just, it made absolutely no sense. And the character's, like, 12. So, of course, that, like, I don't want to picture the main character doing that with a 12-year-old boy. Just like, what are you doing with these shows? Like, Whoever made this, like, why do you think that this is a good character move in the show? It makes no sense. We deserve so much better Isekai to be ad adapted, and we get this absolute trash, which, luckily, the only good thing about these crappy Isekai shows that we get is that they get 12 episodes and then it's done. So, I hope Ari Fueta does not get a season two. I hope Mausama Retry doesn't get a season two. I hope Isekai Cheat Magician doesn't get season two. From last season, I hope Wiseman Grandchild doesn't get season two. If you're if you love your mom and her multi hit attacks gets a season two, it's whatever. It's like whatever. It's just normal trash. That one's fine. That can get a season two, even though I doubt it will. So, ah, <sighs> that's that's my rant on the worst shows of this season. And I'm sorry I went on that tirade, but my my god, like like last year we we had some bad shows, but not like. We had one truly awful show, and this one we get three this season. Just truly awful, which sucks because we have three amazing shows airing, and it makes me up. It doesn't make me upset. I just wish more people would 
You're limited on your time resources, so why would you invest your time in watching these terrible isekai shows? So I just watch better shows, just like to recap it. My top three shows so far, Demon Slayer, number one by a mile. Even though I'm not like, sh I, I don't actively search out Shonen. I think most Shonen is the exact same. And if it's something that's really good that stands out to me, I'll watch the crap out of it. Like if it's like the if it's Hunter Hunter, Mob Cycle, Full Metal Alchemist, like these type of Shonen shows, this is probably going to be on tier with uh, like those types of Shonen when it's all said and done. I don't think right now it is since we're only like twenty one episodes in. I'm assuming it's going to get a season two and a season three, and it's going to continue the story. And I think we're looking at what is possibly the next like the next shonen like probably since i mean other than like attack on titan but that's way more like gruesome shonen that we're getting more along the lines of like these hunter hunter types of shonen shows like the dragon this is a little bit more than dragon ball z but we're getting long lines of those shonen and this is like this is going to be in consideration i think what's also done is one of the best shonens of all time so we're witnessing demon slayer if you haven't seen demon slayer and you're a shonen fan check it out uh, number two was Mains of the Savage Season. Absolutely adore this show. The characters are amazing. The dialogue is so good. It has it deals with something that I haven't seen in anime, and I guarantee this targets girls way more than boys. But it, the um, just like the viewpoint of seeing it from a girl is much different from like how I experienced as a boy when I was like sixteen. So it's really, I really, really like the drama aspects of the 16 year old, these 16 year olds coming of age in a critical time in high school. And then third was uh, Vinland Saga, which is the Vikings of Iceland and Denmark just savagely killing everybody. That one's way more brutal. Uh, like I said, I think earlier before, like the violence, violence has turned up to 11. Definitely check it out if that is your style of show. Uh, so. That's my mid-season recap of 2019. Next week, uh, Adam and I will be heading to Crunchyroll Expo in beautiful San Jose, California. So expect a recap of the convention along with our preview of the upcoming fall anime of in October. And if you like Shonen, uh, get ready because it's going to be a Shonen sandwich <coughs> spread with like Shonen sauce with a side of Shonen fries. Like, there's so much Shonen coming up that it's going to be bonkers. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please let me know. Please like, follow, or subscribe, or rate whatever platform you're listening to this on. We're on a whole bunch of different platforms. And if you want to provide feedback or just have, like, a general question, uh, please contact us at what do you say Annie? That's what do you say A-N-I on Twitter. Uh, so the next episode, Adam will be here, so we'll be, be able to answer uh, viewer questions and we'll be able to do like our more discussion-based uh, reviews and comments. And I'll get his take on this season as well while we're doing the fall preview. And we'll be doing like our games and questions and that type of stuff. Also, you can email us at whatdoyousayanime at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen. And we'll see you on the next episode.